Yo. What up, what up? What up? Welcome to episode 36 of the Carbon Footprint. I'm Sean. He's Juan. And every week we get together, talk a lot of shit, talk about things that interest us. Talk a lot of shit. Uh, try to focus on things that are making an impact on the world, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Um, so with that, what's on the menu for today, sir? Yeah, so, you know, we like to have a little drinky drink every week. Uh, today we're on this, what, like green apple effing vodka? Uh, effing vodka. Effing vodka, man. Shout out to 50 Cent. Yeah, shout out 50 and uh, some, some cran pomegranate, which we switched up. We were doing some blueberry, some cran blueberry, and then now we switched it up to the to the cran pomegranate. It's, it's pretty damn good, man. Yo, yeah. Shout out 50. That's a good vodka, too. Yeah, it's a, it is really good. I've actually had this drink. I think you had it, too, um, with, the, with the Ciroc apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a uh, one of my boys, Joe. Shout out to Joe. Um, he put me onto that a few years ago, which was the Ciroc apple with the with the cranberry pomegranate with the you squeeze the lime in it. It is really good. So this, I saw that I saw the effing vodka today, man, at the store, and I'm just like, you know what? I've never had that. Let's try it out, dude. And I keep saying I don't like flavored vodkas, but every time you bring one, I like it. So I'm like, All right, man, I'm, clearly I, I'm, that's that's false. What was the other one? <laughs> that's the, a false narrative. La poire, le, le poire, le poire, le poire, le poire, le poire. And then you hit me with a white grape one once. That was good too. Oh, that one, that one's fire. That one is that the that that's the rock, the rock white grape. Yes, it is. That Ciroc. was the one that was um like limited edition. I don't think they sell it anymore. Yep, bro, they. Uh, and then I bought like a little basic bitch, a another vodka that's like grapefruit and rosé. So listen, I'm, really? I'm I've made the transformation, bro. That's I'm the a, kettle one <laughs> you showed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. kettle one, it's bro, it's good. Uh, listen, I'm it's really good. Club soda, them kettle one joints, they're fire, next, fire, bro. Next week, yeah, well, next week we gonna have to hit that up, man. With a little next grapefruit, week. yeah, man. I'm turning into a basic bitch all around, man. All right, man. Um, I think we ha- we gotta go. We gotta go negative this week on the carbon footprint. Yes, um, we do. Gotta give it out. Gotta give the carbon footprint this week to those people, those idiots that stormed <laughs> the Capitol building. Listen, I do not have an issue with the with protesting. You know what? You believe something? No, absolutely not. You know, go do your thing, man. Go protest. Go protest peacefully. Um, but man, when you stormed the Capitol building, I was just like, man. It's like Trump's like faithful servants. You know, last week we talked about the um, about him being like him, his second career yeah, being the like evangelist, an evangelist, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And that's exactly. It was matter of fact, we recorded last week on Tuesday, and this shit happened on Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and we dropped so, the episode, I think, the Wednesday, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was so funny, man, because I was just thinking, I'm just like, yeah, we were just saying how this guy could be like an evangelist, and it's like, yo, like he just got his followers, his just, yeah, his followers just went and 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 did what he you know, did what he said to do. Now, did he say, go storm the Capitol? Maybe not in those exact words, but, you know, between him and Giuliani, they used some 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 language in there that, you know, persuaded those guys to, guys and girls De- to Definitely go instigated it yeah. a little bit. For, for sure, right? Like, they definitely instigated it. So what, what were your thoughts, man, on, on, I mean, obviously, messed up scenario, but what, like, initial reaction? So I thought, I thought that, you know, the fact that he keeps saying or that he kept saying and he keeps saying that the election was stolen, um, that that he won by a landslide. And it's and it's all things that are, that are not proven. But then there's that other, the other part of me, man, that goes, if you believe that idea, right, whether it's whether it's based on facts or not or based on what people are telling you the facts are when they may not really be facts. If you really believe that, 
then yeah, I guess you should storm the Capitol. Yeah, like you should have a revolution if that's what you if truly that's what you truly believe. And and so I saw a lot of the the interviews with people on the streets. And they were people that were like really radical and there were some that were not so radical. There were some folks that were just like, yo, like, you know, I think this election was stolen from us. But, you know, once the new president is sworn in, I'm going to respect that. And then there were the other people that were just like, no, like this is a revolution. And so, you know, the election was stolen from us and we're not going to stand for it. There was one lady, man. It was like, I think I saw a thing on TikTok where she's like, it's a revolution. The one that got, they got mace. It got mace. <laughs> and then she's she, like, it's a revolution, man. <laughs> And I was like, the revolution got thwarted by Mace. <laughs> like, what were you doing in there? She goes like, we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution, man. And she's like. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. So my so the first day it happens, right? Uh, you know, like everybody else, I'm like, holy shit, man. And then I like to stir the pot with people on Facebook, right? So I'm just talking shit on Facebook for a little bit. But as I had time to kind of sit and think about it, Dude, my reaction is like, yo, these guys are not about that life. Say what you want, dude, about the the I'm not even going to call it BLM. The far left, there is some some BLM in there as part of this too, but when they said revolution and they were rioting, they were setting buildings on fire. They were toppling statues. They were they were about that life, dude. These guys, bro, the guys who scream second amendment rights, the guys who scream revolution, they go into the Capitol and the best thing they can come up with is taking selfies and mail fraud. Like, I was like, you cucks. And stealing, you stealing laptop. <laughs> and steal, bro, I'm like, you guys, and this guy's walking around with a podium like a sixth grader in between classes holding his books. I didn't you even understand that. Guy, yeah, I saw oh. that. I didn't even understand. I'm like, dude, all this shit talking, because to your point, if you really believe this is legit, then and you get into the Capitol, you're setting shit on fire, right? Like, you're this yeah. revolution. Bro, all these guys, oh, Second Amendment, just in case the government tries to take my, blah, blah, blah. not a pistol in sight. Right? Not like nothing, bro. And I'm like, you guys are cucks, bro. Like all that shit they talked, all this garbage, bro. And not one, not one, not one shot fired, not one thing set on fire. Not and not that I want the violence, but it just proved to me how full of shit they are about their movement. Right? Because to your point, if you really believe that, then you're gonna make shit happen, right? But these guys got inside and the best thing they can come up with was like, let's take some selfies. And they're dressed like they're going to a fucking swingers party. Like, I'm like, come on, you man. You seen like, the guy with the horn? Oh, dude. I don't even, listen, I don't even wanna shout him out his name. <laughs> I forgot his name, by the way. But it turns out that his mother, so I'm sure if, if you guys have watched any of these videos, one of the prominent pictures that are all over the internet is this guy that is wearing like these horns. And, um, his mother, so so the guy got arrested. He actually turned himself in. He was he was wanted. And he turned himself in. I think he lives in Arizona. And um, um, so so since he was since he turned himself in, um, he hasn't eaten. And according to his mother, it's because he needs to have organic food. Yeah, <laughs> all the fun like, they make fun of the guys on the left. Uh, how they're crybabies and they're whiny. Tree huggers. Yeah, tree huggers. They like their participation trophies. And this guy walks out with his own participation trophy with the lectern. And then, and then this guy's crying about organic food. And then every single video of them getting arrested, like some of them are getting arrested in the airport or they're going to the house and they're all crying and breaking down. And I'm like, fake, all of you, fake outrage because this just showed how full of shit they were, right? Because they just wanted to be contradictory to the left. They didn't really believe in the cause the whole time. Because again, if you believe in this cause, dude, you're you're and you got into the Capitol and you didn't get shot by Capitol Police, you're doing some damage. 
These guys held the meetings that same night in there. Same night. They yeah. went back in. They did. I'm like, you guys are fucking soft, man. I was disappointed. Dude. <laughs> disappointed in the far right. You guys don't know how to riot. You don't know how to start a revolution. You Like, give up all your guns because they're fucking useless. Because if a government ever does and try to come take your guns, they're taking your fucking guns. <laughs> like, <laughs> soft, dude. All, and then, even more foolish shit, they talk all this crap about Blue Lives Matter. They bludgeon a cop with a fire extinguisher to death. I haven't heard one thing about Blue Lives Matter about the cop. <laughs> about the, not one. Not one. So I'm like, huh. It almost seems like it was fake outrage from the beginning or they just wanted to be contradictory. And I just kept thinking, like, good thing none of these guys were kneeling during the national anthem. It would have been People would have been really upset. <laughs> Soft, man. Soft. Learn how to start. Watch some BLM videos. <laughs> Go on YouTube and look up uh, a protest from earlier this year. That's how it's done. I'm like, God, like, I was so disappointed. So disappointed. <laughs> Dude, I just thought, you know, when I saw, um, and I saw Trump's speech, um, and then Giuliani came on there and, you know, said some words as well. It just made me think of, like, Trump, I, I mean, he must have been that kid. You know that kid when you're growing up? that like if you don't do what he wants not only does he go i'm not going to be your friend he tries to convince everybody else not to be your friend yep. too and it happens to be the kid whose parents gave him everything right and and so it's like you don't want to screw that up because he has he has all the toys yeah he's got all the cool shit right yeah and and and, and so it's like man one you know i can't talk to you man like donald got the new one wheel yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got a PS5, bro. I can't fuck that up. Man. We try, we trying to play Madden later. <laughs> we try. Oh yeah, my dude, god! I, I don't know, man. Like, I was like looking at these guys. I saw the one guy who um, had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, you know, and take like again, like taking selfies. Taking and, selfies. Yeah, it was he took her mail. He's like, yeah, it was really again. He walks out with the podium. It's just, I was so disappointed. So disappointed, man. Listen, I hope somebody like check the box or something to get like more money in their stimulus yeah like at least while they sneak were into in the there. system that right <laughs> bro i saw some shit online that said where the hell is gerard butler olympus is falling i was bugging <laughs> I was like, yo the internet y'all too funny man i love that shit bro it's like where's gerard butler <laughs> dude yeah like nobody changed a stimulus check to a little bit more no, no exactly oh, and they stole laptops i know you had told me that earlier they so laptops. who knows what happens with that I don't have any confidence that they're going to do anything good with it, man. I have zero confidence that they're going to turn that laptop stuff into I don't anything know, man. good. There's the conspiracy theorists that say that there's going to be martial law in place very soon. And, you know, go go fill up your gas tanks and go, you know, go get food for, for a month and all that shit. Nah, these QAnon cucks don't have it in them, bro. I believe, I believe it when <laughs> I see it, bro. Yeah, I don't. But listen, they don't have it in them. They just proved they don't have it in them. It, it, it's the movement. And the reason they don't have it in them is because the movement is fake. It's all pomp and circumstance. It's all for show. It's all thing. They weren't about that life this the the guys on the way far left listen and i'm not saying what they did was right but when you're gonna riot and you're gonna start a revolution and you do feel really let down you do shit like what they did right and now obviously there were people in there who took advantage of the movement and they're looting and they're doing stuff right but when you feel something in your heart and you really do feel like hey man we're being shortchanged and all that stuff and you have nothing left to lose or or at least you feel that way you do what they did on those protests and and, and those riots and 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 when and listen they had a whole city that they took over like a whole few blocks in Seattle in a major american city they were able to take over chop these guys took selfies <laughs> <laughs> selfies man you stormed the capital which hasn't happened since like what the civil war yeah and it, like was it was it nah. or early 1800s 1800s i yeah. believe it was yeah 
And the best you could do was a selfie and and again, like federal mail theft. Like, <laughs> come on, man. We're soft. Bro. Yeah, this is soft, dude. It's just. Uh, so I did see that there's like. So since then, and 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 I was almost glad. I know we recorded last Tuesday. I was almost glad that it happened on Wednesday. I was like, I, I need a week to digest. <laughs> nah, this we shit. should. I know you need. Day. Yeah, yeah you you got the same day <laughs> shit. But so I, I think at least um, ten. I think maybe possibly more at this point of his officials have resigned since then, you know, which is, you know, whatever you got, you got, you got 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 two weeks left, dude. You're trying to save face in front of everyone. Maybe some of them are really outraged. You got what what do they have? Nine nine days left. left, So what what are you losing by resigning? And I don't know. Do these guys lose a pension or something by resigning? Do they lose? I don't even know what their deal is, but eh, it's fake. Like you guys all knew what he was. You guys knew what he was inciting. You guys knew how his followers kind of followed him what you this was the straw that broke the camel's back like i just think they're all full of shit man yeah you know and and it's what what i find funny is that it's, it's not really funny it's you know this is all ideas right it's no different than than a religion it's no different than a government it's no different than a currency like this is all ideas and it's and the the idea that the election was stolen from you and and what evidence you choose to believe it's still an idea right because no one has proven it to you 100 percent. either way whether whether you believe it or you don't no one's proven it to you so it's, it's an idea that we're all basing it on but the fact that folks are willing to do criminal activity based on an idea that you believe and and, and obviously that's that's influenced by the folks you surround yourself with the the social media posts that you that 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 you uh that, that you have um, the the local news that you watch, the the national news that you watch, right? But it's all an idea, man. And I, I just wish people would just step back and go, you know, man, like take take a look at what what you believe it is, and then what it could be, because it's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah you right. Know, like the truth is always going to be somewhere. Exactly. In that, yeah. it's, it's always like it's like there's 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 your side, my side, and the actual truth, right? Um, like I remember when the election was going on, they were saying, "Oh, there's dead people voting." Yeah, there probably is always For dead sure. people voting every year. Yeah. Um, but is it is it that much that it's swaying elections? Probably not. Like that's probably not true. And 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 I tend to side with the people that we put in power to kind of make sure that those things are are going as they should, right? Or, or things are being counted as they should. Like the guy in Georgia, right? When he was, when Trump was asking them, hey, like go find these 11,000 votes. You know, there's dead people voting. He goes, yeah, we had two. And they were like, well, like 200? No, 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 two. Two, like two yeah. votes, like two people, like relax. And I like how his recount then, it went the other way. Like he oh, had them recount it really? and it, and then like Biden gained <laughs> like, that. like 50 votes or something. And I think it was Pennsylvania or one of them, or Georgia, maybe it was Georgia where the recount resulted in an increase for Biden, but not by a lot. So you go again, those 50 votes were incorrect. It's 50 votes out of the, however many millions of votes that came out of exactly. Georgia. It's just never enough to, and listen, like, I think to your point, like the, if you truly think that this is fraudulent and then our government would essentially have, would have played a hand in pulling this off then the people should revolt, right? Then you should stand up. And I'm not saying you should kill people, right? But you should you should protest. You should definitely let your voice be heard if you legitimately think it's stolen. I just don't think these, I think these guys know the truth. And then, and, and, and I just think that this little half-ass, you know, coup that they tried to pull off just proves it. They, they, they don't have it in them because I think they don't they believe, believe it, bro. 
Yeah, do you just don't I, think they're do. smart enough to pull off like it's some not a, real shit? No, <laughs> I don't think. I, I think that. I think that part of it is that you. I think it, in as an individual, you look at your life and you go, "Am I willing to go to jail? Am I willing to die? You know those kind of things. Am I willing to to put my life at stake for what I believe?" And then if you look back at let's just say the most recent, right? So you say when Obama was in office, was my life that bad? You know, like I didn't vote for Trump, right? But I can't look at the last four years and say, "Oh, my life was horrible." Yeah. You know what? I did. I think that he did some questionable shit. I didn't want him in office. I didn't vote for him. But if he had got reelected, I would have just went on with life as as normal. Like I don't. It, it doesn't affect me that much, and I don't think it affects anybody that much. But there there are people that 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 believe that one side or the other is just it's like evil. But I think what it did affect, I will say, like people got. I don't want to call them racist, but like the people who may have had like, you know, like a little a little drip of racism in them. I felt like they were more apt to display that or to feel like they could express that. I felt like maybe um, in the last four years, what I, I felt like people who you would have considered maybe not friends, but associates or or um, even family where you started seeing their the the kind of the the rhetoric that they were using and you're just like wait what like where was this the last because it always gets contentious during elections obviously and, and under right. politics never like this where for the full four years it just became like uncomfortable like to the point where if i went somewhere and there were trump flags like i was like oh, should i go in there should i you know like i remember driving through georgia uh coming back once um we were in atlanta and then driving back home and i remember like it's rural georgia and we're trying to find like a rest stop or, or like i think you're seeing these signs of like the stuff they're selling like peaches and jam or whatever okay. and i remember seeing like trump signs and stuff and going like i'm not going to that one and it wasn't because i care who they vote for but just the idea of like i'm a brown guy i'm in rural georgia i'm gonna go to a place that's full of trump flags and signs and some confederate flags and all that stuff it's like yeah i don't feel safe around here you know what i mean yeah, like I, I think that's what the last four years did is it made you uncomfortable around people that you were okay with that yes maybe you fought every three years about but then it just went away this just never went away like i felt like it just it was something weird and again maybe that's it's the power of him. It's it's the the evangelist in him, right? Like maybe that's what it is. But uh, it's I just that's what I found that the last four years were just really like strange, man. And you felt like people just felt like oh, you've always felt that way. Now you think it's okay to express it because we have a president who almost like enables you to. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what. That's well, just what it kind of what it and felt I, and like. And I can see that. And, and I mean, even the the what, what is it? The Q QAnon. I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that incorrectly, but. Um, you know, those guys, and it was funny because I've always heard the the name. I think we talked about him one time on here, and I didn't remember. I looked him up this week. Essentially, they believe that Trump is fighting child like, molesters, like satanic yes. child molesters. Yep. And they're supposedly, they're government officials, these guys in QAnon. Okay. They're deep, like, they're all anonymous because supposedly they have access to documents that prove their theory. Gotcha. Okay. And they're in the government somehow. So they're like government. And I don't know what level of the government, but supposedly these guys are government employees and they can prove. And they're, they're saying because they've leaked, I think, stuff or whatever documents yeah. I think. And they think like, yeah, like that Trump is like the savior for, right, these, the savior. for these kids being trafficked. And, and right. these, you know, like and it goes to the Jeffrey Epstein thing and the Ghislaine Maxwell and all that stuff. And listen, if that's legitimate, then and I don't know if it's not. I mean, obviously, we have an issue with trafficking in, in the world. Um and if that's an issue and if that's these guys real cause, then listen, more power to you. Like, go at it. And you can and you know that for a fact and we do end up catching people and we do end up putting them behind bars or killing them or whatever. Then like, great. Like, 
I just, yeah, I don't know if these guys are misguided behind like false information. Like that's my fear is like, is, are you, do you really have this evidence? Or are you just another quack? Right? right. Like that. And that's where I think we have trouble deciphering now is who's the good guy. Like you just don't know anymore. Yeah. This is just strange. It's so strange, man. So did you see that they, um, they, they banned them, right? They banned them from, from basically everything, man. He's, he's off of Facebook. He's off of Twitter, which Twitter was his main, like media outlet, right? Um, he's he's off of there. Um, I don't know. About I thought it. he owned stock in it at some point in time, or not? Because <laughs> I was like, Jesus. What else is he off of? Is he off of everything? I mean, Snapchat, it's, it's Google. I don't know right? how you get banned from Google. Like, what you can't search stuff? I don't know. But I saw the he list got banned from Google. From Google showed up on the list of of companies that have banned Trump, but I don't know what that. I don't means. know how that means. So they did. Um, I know. I know. Um, both the Android Store and the Apple Store took off that Parler app. So okay. Parler, it's funny, man, because through this whole like election period, I have um, you know, like friends on Facebook that are that are very like pro Trump, um, and I remember them seeing them go like, oh, like you know, like screw Facebook, get on Parler, and then like a week later they came back <laughs> and they're like, yeah, Parler kind of sucks. <laughs> 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 but Parler was is sort of like a, a an alternative, and that I guess they don't. They don't censor any any speech, um, but because a lot of the sort of right wing extremists were on there posting things and posting sort of um, hate speech and things like that, um, both Google and Apple yanked it. So you can't even download so it. You anymore. can't even download it anymore, dude. I and I saw people like crying about you know oh you're you're suppressing free speech. Like nah, dude. First of all, free speech. It just means you can't get prosecuted by the government, right? Like you can, uh, it doesn't give you freedom of consequence. So anything you say, right? Like we can be fired from our jobs for saying anything crazy, right? Without that in free speech doesn't apply there. You hell, yeah, right. We're, we're free to say, like you said, we're free, free to, to say, say whatever it, you want, but there may be a consequence. All it means is that like, like people in Russia can't say anything bad about Vladimir Putin or they get, uh, you know, murdered or in jail or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know what they do these days. Chop off fingers. They, so that's the only thing that freedom of speech protects you from here. But you know what's hilarious? I was thinking about this. It doesn't even protect you individual to individual. If I say some shit about you that is that you think is false and I like basically tarnish your public image, you can sue me for defamation of character based on speech. Right. right. Yeah. So I didn't I had the freedom to say that I didn't have the freedom of consequence. Right. Like because now potentially you could beat me in a lawsuit if you prove that whatever I said was detrimental to your livelihood or your um, reputation or whatever that is. So like the, the people are like, oh, it's free seat. No, he can go out there and say whatever he wants. Still, you just can't do it on Facebook. You can't do it on Twitter on 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 a private company's uh, right. product. And by the way, it's a free product. So the fact that they go like, I'm just not going to serve you like get over it, dude. Like again, and I and I saw the analogy being used a lot. It was like the it was the 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 gay wedding cake at the baker that that could deny you, you know. Like there was this thing a few years back where a bakery didn't want to bake a cake for a gay wedding. I mean, they could they they could do that, and they can do that, right? Because yeah. it's their right as a business. And those same people who were going like that's their right now were like, oh, Twitter's trying to censor. It's like no, 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 dude. Remember, it's a private company, and they have the right to to deny business to whoever they want to. Yeah, and that's what this is. Yeah, and you figure if you figure like like that bakery, if you do that enough, you're gonna get people who aren't gonna support you, so it's gonna affect your business. Yep. And then there's your not you know sort of your not free from consequence. 
Right. Like in thinking about it, I think the, the slippery slope here is that if you're Twitter, if you're Snapchat, if you're Facebook, if, if you're Google, if you're all these apps, right? Now you have, I think YouTube is another one that banned them. I think that's what it was, is, is all of Google's apps, so YouTube and things like that. So if you're them, now you have to apply this to everyone, right? Because now there's a slippery slope of, well, you banned him because you're saying that well, he has the power to control, right? So now you go, now you have to ban everyone, which they did start doing. Well, did they ban the guy from Iran? Um, yes. And then they started banning, uh, anyone talking like, uh, like these far right, like super racist or far left, like any, anything that was violence, inciting violence. So they started banning people. And was the hysterical part, dude, is that all these politicians were posting their, um, like their numbers online going, I've lost 50,000 followers today. I'm like on the day where they're banning like racist and far right people. And you're, and you think it's a good idea to announce that? <laughs> like, I'm like, Come on, man. Like, you have to be smarter than that. You know, you have like Ted Cruz, like, oh, it's 50,000 followers today. It's like, huh, on the day where they're banning people who are inciting violence. And, you know, and I think it was on both sides. It wasn't left or right. It was just like anyone who was like uh, part of any kind of domestic terrorism, plotting to do anything, were, were kind of uh, uh, harassing people online in a violent manner, whatever it was, they were just banning them left and right. And all these politicians just kept posting their numbers, like, look how many followers I love, look how many followers I love, look how many, and then they're like, so-and-so gained some, like it was like Biden gained some, and right. Kamala gained some, and whatever, and it's just like, yeah, that says more about you, man. Like, why would you post that? There was also companies that pulled um, funding. Yes, from major. Yeah, yeah, major companies. Facebook um, did, uh, Microsoft did. Um, I can't remember the name, the names, and I don't remember how the names on top of my head. But they were, they were some major companies that pulled, um, you know, from from like guys like Ted Cruz, like big guys. Yep. And I think uh, Facebook said they they were stopping funding for anything uh, uh, political, anything. It wasn't just like the right. And then Microsoft and all those guys saying they were look, they were targeting specific. Um, uh, senators or congressmen or whatever who who basically voted against the uh, the the certification of the votes. They basically pulled and supposedly there was some really big big numbers in there. Like these are massive donors as you would expect Microsoft to be and all these guys. So um, and Facebook were, has were, a whole drug company. There were banks. Yeah, yep. Um, completely pulling yeah, crazy i think you need that if i think if you know we've always talked about this um are we ever going to get to a place where we don't have a, a a red team blue team right i think if companies stick to this um this is where you start to take the power away because once you take away dollars man that that's where their power lies right once you don't have the lobbyists anymore that can uh, uh or, or you don't have as much lobbyists or they don't have as much influence so you start to to take that away, then you make room for the the potential kind of independent guy to make a run. Um, I think something like this is what you would need for that to happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and again, man, I like I didn't want to I didn't want to spend too much time on this, but it was like the man. There's just so much to unpack here over good. the last <laughs> over the last seven days, man. But we're gonna switch gears, man, dude. And and I know we talked about this before the before the podcast, and I know you saw it. The new cartoon in Denmark. <laughs> and y'all gotta know why we talk why we're laughing in a minute. So and look this shit up because it's on like CNN. I yeah, think. like this is legit. This is we're legit. not making this up. There's a new cartoon in Denmark. And um it's called John Dillerman. D-I-L-L-E-R-M-A-N-D. YouTube um, it, please Google it. Please. Yeah. And so this cartoon is is essentially if you ever seen like the cartoon Gumby, it's like a clay like a clay figure cartoon, if you will. This dude has an unusually long schlong <laughs> that he uses in very unusual ways. 
and it's a fucking kids show. <laughs> like it's a legitimate kids it's show. It's a legitimate yeah. kids show. Google this thing because they're like five minute episodes. And yes, so I did great. watch one or two. I did too. I had to check it out. So if you can so picture, it's this clay figure guy. He's dressed in this like candy cane jumpsuit or something. Yeah, like a Where's Waldo yeah. outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the cartoon, his penis comes out and he's like, saving kids yeah it's so long that he can use it like a <laughs> rope or like anything. a ladder or like a like like we're not bullshitting folks like he literally the premise of the cartoon is how he uses his penis to solve problems <laughs> it's so great man it's, like he's fishing with his penis in one he's got he's so good man there he's like rescuing kittens from from trees and shit with it like the kittens are just walking down his pecker oh bro it was so good man did you see the he fucking tied it to like a like like four or five helium balloons and he's fucking floating over the city <laughs> bro it's an impressive song man it, it's i don't know man if i had to put length to it it's like like 20 feet it's massive it's like super exaggerated like it's not girthy i was a little disappointed in the girth it's not very girthy but it's it's long man it's like and it's, the, it's the same color of the fucking jumpsuit yeah. it's like candy canes is yeah. i thought it was i thought he i thought it was so big he put an outfit on it i didn't think that was that. like you guys don't understand this shit looks like if you took a giraffe tail and tied like 10 of them back to back. That's what this guy's penis looks like. <laughs> and then he uses it to save the day. Like, Right. So the one that I watched, bro, was like a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and, and so it's, it's in, it's in, I guess, it's in like Danish. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't understand what the I fuck he's yes. saying. <laughs> wish, I wish I knew what he was saying. So the one that I watched is like. Santa Claus gets fucking like knocked over into like the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> so he fucking he saves Santa Claus with his penis, right? He ties his penis to like the the chimney and then lowers himself down. <laughs> and then he pulls him up and they have this conversation that I don't know what the hell they're saying. <laughs> and then he he proceeds to get into the sleigh. And then he's delivering gifts with his penis. Flinking him with his He's like fucking, him. No, he's fucking dumping him he's into the chimney. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. I wish I'd understood it because, you know, like I wanted to be like, oh no, my cat's stuck on the roof. And he's like, let me pull out my dick. <laughs> just like, just like, oh my God. Dude, the best man. part about that episode, so there was like one part in the beginning, the one that I watched, man. He's building a snowman in his likeness. <laughs> so he's fucking, he builds a snowman with like a 20 foot schlong. <laughs> and then they're like, I think like his mom comes out and starts shoveling the fucking <laughs> the schlong away. <laughs> yes. Like that's a little much, son. Oh, and then at the very, so good. The very end of the episode, bro, he, um, <laughs> I think he, he brings this tree, like a Christmas tree, back to the house. And it's not really decorated, but it has a star on top. That's it, right? So he takes he puts his, the star. So he takes his dick and he wraps because it's like a candy cane, and he wraps it around a tree. 
<laughs> he just has to sit there all the Christmas. <laughs> no. And so they're all fucking the people in the house are all like celebrating and they and they're walking around the tree and they're stepping on it as they walk by. <laughs> and he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> stepping on my wiener. Excuse me, sir. Oh my god. It's so good. You guys gotta look it up. It's and it's on like their version of like PBS. This isn't like cable <laughs> network. Dude. It's dude. on their version of like PBS for them. <laughs> The 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 uh, who who was it? It was like the either the the creator or the broadcaster. Like the, like they said, and I quote: "We recognize young children's growing curiosity about their bodies and genitals." And then and then I think I don't know if it's the same guy because I thought it was the, like the head of the network goes. You know, we're trying to show kids not to be afraid of like people with like deformities and stuff like that. <laughs> and you're just like, bro, I don't know. I've never been walking down the street and been like, yeah, that guy's dick is touching his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm highly uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, when, I, when I watched it, man, all I could think of was like, all I could think of was like, executive producers must be like <laughs> the Catholic Church and Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> <laughs> bro these guys are having a versus battle for who who, who can be the best abusers <laughs> who can exploit the, the most. dude i thought this shit was a lie man I, my brother I sent me the thing stupid. and i was dying dude i was oh my god and then i went down the rabbit hole and i watched like an episode i might have watched two uh, it was so, and I thought because I thought it was a joke. I'm like, no way. And they, yeah, he just whip out his junk. I, I'm, I think I saw him fishing, and I was dying. I'm like, this guy's fishing with his pecker. There was a scene where he like he, his pecker goes into like his neighbor's bushes and pokes <laughs> out to the top, and his neighbor is trimming the hedges. <laughs> I saw that. And it was like, ooh, and he's yeah. Like, <laughs> Bro, how do you use that thing, like? Do you have to wrap it around the person several times to where it's like a respectable amount left and then then put it in? Like I don't how did you how does that go? What do you Is it like an elephant trunk where you just gotta put in the tip and just wiggle? Like what how do you use that? Oh my oh, god. Oh man, that was fucking great. Oh, that's so good, dude. Thank y'all for being with us. Oh that. my god. That's so good. I thought it was fake, man. This shit is so funny. Uh oh my god, man. Did Dude, <laughs> I do wanna I do wanna actually shout out um somebody. Let me get get a little bit on the serious tip here, man. Um the New Jersey the Newark, New Jersey police. Yeah, yeah, Newark. Gotta shout them out. They were gonna be my comment for another week. Um, but I had to give it to the idiots and that that uh that charged the Capitol building. But anyway, <laughs> Newark, New Jersey police did not fire a shot in 2020 which is like amazing to me everybody and i, I know you i know you spent some time there yeah, i grew up in newark and uh, new jersey man and elizabeth so yep. and i knew some guys that i served with in the marine corps that grew up in newark man and everything that i've ever heard of about newark was it was like a place where <laughs> i don't want to ratchet go. bro Nor when i grew up in newark dude it was the car theft capital of the world and it was one of the most violent places like you wouldn't walk Around. I mean, we did, but like, if you weren't from Newark, man, like, you can walk around and like down the street, like nothing. It was Newark was bad, man. Like, their their murder rates were top five in the yep. world at some point. They're like everything about Newark was horrible. The only place that was worse at the time in Jersey was probably Camden, but oh, Newark, wow. Newark okay. was bad. Newark man. was bad, yeah. Yeah, and so it looks like, like I said, they 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 did some de-escalation training, and um, like I said, no shots fired. 
Um, crime actually went down like 6%. Yep. Um, they recovered just under like 500 firearms. And then the, you know, the, the governor, what did he say? I have it written down here. Um, he said that, that you know, the, the training was proven effective. And then, and then he, and I quote, um, he was like, alongside our new um, use of force policy, we are building a stronger and fairer New Jersey for all. Yeah, dude. And so my first reaction when I saw that was like, oh, shit, that's dope. And when I started thinking about it, I went, well, pandemic, people are indoors, blah, blah, blah. True. And, and I started looking at it. But a lot of the other cities, actually, crime has gone up. And then the 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 flip side to that is, well, yeah, now you have a lot more people home. You have a lot more people jobless. You have a lot more. So theoretically, crime should go up to go up. Um, because there's a lot of idle bodies, right? Like boredom creates people who do messed up shit, especially younger males, right? Like we, um, there's a reason we pay higher insurance on everything, right? We're dumb. So we, we tend to do when we're bored or we're idle, especially at that 17, 18, 19 range, like we do dumb shit and a lot of it is crime. So, um, I saw in a lot of cities crime went up and then especially during the pandemic uh, where people are kind of desperate and because they don't have jobs and all that, like it would it, it's normal. Right. Like like uh, the, obviously robberies go up and break ins and all that stuff. So um, they pulled this off during a time where crime in a city like that should have theoretically gone up, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to those guys, man. That that's. That's awesome, and that's man. and that's tough from a you know from a from a cop standpoint, right? Because for sure we both know police officers. Um, I have some of my family. Um, I have friends that are police officers, and um, you know those guys and girls deal with shit like they deal with the worst of society on a daily basis. And so to go in there and get retrained, and then to just go, I'm not going to use my firearm and apply it, yeah, and 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 I'm still going to return home every day, like. It's 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 not enough to just go kudos to those guys like that is a, that is a really big feat that when you go out in bad neighborhoods <clears throat> or sorry, historically bad neighborhoods and dealing with people who may not be of the best mental health or or may not be in the best financial situation or, or what have you. Right. People are committing crimes and, and to not use your firearm. It's it's really incredible. Yeah, dude, like. <clears throat> Again, these guys, you said it's it's really hard, man, to take someone who's been trained to put themselves first and, and get home that night by any means necessary um, and just have the mindset and to buy in to go, you know, because can you imagine the first time uh, every one of those cops was in a scenario where they would normally try to use lethal force or draw their weapon or, you know, and, and they're like fighting that urge and going. I let me remember these steps. Let me use whatever this was and trusting in that. And it's yeah, it's going against your instinct. Listen, and I get it, man. We've talked about this where I go, there's zero chance. I I tried to many years ago. I I did try to join the police force and I was going down that rabbit hole. Um, It's probably a good thing that I did not man. I think uh, I would have shot everybody, black, white, Latino, Asian, everybody. Everybody's getting shot, bro, because you I, I just kept thinking like you put uh someone in a scenario where every situation they're walking into is potentially a situation that can get them killed right like uh, just when you go in and then you put someone who's probably afraid to be in those scenarios right like i'm not a violent guy i'm not confrontational i don't want to deal with that and then you give me a job like that so already i'm going into every scenario scared Right. And then, like, if you amplify that by it's a guy that's bigger than me, it's a guy maybe who's more hostile than me. It's a guy who and I went, dude, I would have been pulling out my gun on everybody like I because I wouldn't know what else to do. Irrespective of training, human nature takes over. And I go, nah, man, I want to get home today. And my advantage here 
is the weaponry, right? Um, and so, so, so probably a good thing. I didn't become a cop, man. I would have been filling out a lot of paperwork. I had a lot of administrative leave, a lot of tax dollars going to, to pay off my uh, my victims. Let us <laughs> let us pray, yeah. God. Thank you for not letting for not letting Juan be a cop. I might be dead right now. Yeah, the universe intervened at a great time there, man, for sure. I got a job I wasn't expecting. Yeah, the universe definitely intervened at the right time because. Uh, uh, and again, I was probably doing that for all the wrong reasons. And so I think that amplifies that. Right. And then you get someone with a chip on their shoulder and then you get someone, you know, who's like, again, I, I'm a 19 year old kid, 20 year old kid. I, I probably don't belong in a position with that kind of power. Uh, there's an arrogance that goes with that. There's so much stuff. And, and so I do empathize with, with what these guys go through, um, you know, but I think we've been harping all along. It's training 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 and i mean these guys just proved that that you know training a different done. mindset it can be done it can be done it's not easy right it's not i'm sure these guys some of these guys are probably petrified the first time they're rolling this out um and i understand that i, I would be too and uh you know, again man like, kudos to those guys for um evolving man that's what they evolving their mindset evolving you know that the, just their, their thought process everything yeah and like i said and it wasn't it wasn't in some like podunk you know, rural <laughs> area, man. Like this is a the major, is a American, major city. American city where that has historically been played with with crime. Dude, yeah, shout out to those guys, man. That's awesome. I had a, another kind of feel good story, man. I've um, I wanted to look at what the amount that the uh, that this was up to now. But uh, if you ever heard of Barstool Sports, uh, so Barstool Sports, they're they're uh, uh think of it like uh, ESPN Sports Center, but a little more brash, little a little more um uncensored so they're fun i love barstool sports their their owner their founder david portnoy is like uh very unlikable a lot of people hate him i love the guy uh but he's very stereotypical northeasterner right? i think he's from boston so so very you know brash he's loud mouth he talks a lot of smack he's again not a like podcast guy. or is it a youtube what is he it? they have everything man so okay. they actually own if you ever watch um have you ever heard of the 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 chicks the chicks that have like the biggest podcast in the world mm. um uh shit, the ones that broke name? up Yes, yeah, and that, yeah, but yeah. but they replaced her with a new girl. Oh, uh, they did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's still going because the 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 popular one is still on. The one that that was the money there is still on there. Um, geez, I'll think of it. But anyway, um, they uh, so they they own podcasts. They have you know obviously social media accounts. They have uh, YouTube videos. They had it's they have a website. I think it started off as literally like a newspaper that they would hand out, like a sports okay. newspaper. Um, so you were saying the guy the guy was not. The like, guy's like not very likable. Uh, he's raised a ton of money. I'm trying to look here. So he, so they started this fundraising event called the Barstool Fund, right? And to date, he's got $20 million that he's raised that have supported 92 businesses. So he's looking to, is he doing like, like local, he, local He's basically trying to or? do a small businesses everywhere. And, and what's small cool business. is what I've seen like celebrities and rappers like hit them up on on Instagram and on the comments and they'll go, uh, hey man, I'm good for fifty thousand, but I want it in my community, and they're oh, like, cool, nice. So they'll you know they'll take the fifty grand. I think he's matching a lot of it, too, and, and so they're using their platform to raise this money and to help small business. And it's been so cool, man. He's on his stories. He's he's been sharing like the videos of the phone calls as he's calling these business owners. Like and telling them that they got picked, and and for a lot of them, it's basically like we're gonna give you the money you need to like survive this, to stay open oh, and then wow. keep your employees employed. And it's been so cool, man. As you can imagine, guys breaking down in tears, guys just like super uh, grateful to be in that scenario. And I thought, 
this is a guy, man, who has a bit, really bad reputation, David Portnoy. Because again, I mean, he does, he does, uh, I guess, antagonize a lot. Uh, he talks a lot of smack. He's and matter of fact, this guy, dude. This is how petty he is. I thought I was petty. He's got champagne bottles. I'm pretty petty. And I want to get to this level, man. I realize that (laughs) I ain't shit. He's got champagne bottles of everyone he's like in a feud with, with their name written on them. And he's just waiting for them to fuck up for like a scandal to happen to them. And then he pops the bottle and drinks the champagne. That's I'm like, that's so genius, man. I was like, I want to be that petty. It's so great. And he and he literally adds people as they piss him off. Like, or as he feuds with people, he'll be like, you're going to fuck up one day. He's like, I fuck up all the time. I don't care. Like, cause you know, and they're celebrating his thing. He goes like, but that's expected of me. I'm cause I'm a loud mouth. I'm this and this and that. Right. It's like, you're supposed to be the clean cut, you know, whatever guy's like, you're going to fuck up one day. And it'll literally, he literally has a shelf with bottles and people's, and they're like Ace of Spades bottles. They're not cheap. It's like high end champagne. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like their name etched into the bottle. It's so great. <laughs> so who's the first name on your bottle? <laughs> I can't say it on here. <laughs> That's off air. That's off air. We can edit it out. There it is, folks. There it is, folks. That's you heard it here first. <laughs> oh, man, dude. But just shout out to those guys, man. They're doing well. I, I, I mean, I saw a lot of the comments like, oh, they're doing more than our government's doing. I'm like, hey, you know, the government did provide the PPP relief and they're doing some of that. But this is in addition to some of that. And, and I think that that was just cool. Obviously, he doesn't have to do that, but to use their platform. Uh, to do this and they're, and they're not done you know they're at 20 million now who knows where they get um and what you've seen is people you know uh, wealthy people are willing to give up money to do this i think if you give them the space to do it and they've been calling out um i, I think uh elon has already done some stuff like on his own but uh on there they were calling out jeff bezos they were calling really? out bill gates they were calling out these guys just like call Come on. bezos wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> or his <laughs> yeah. ex-wife yeah can you have can i have She's a billion <laughs> Yeah, she'll probably, she'll give it she'll give it to you. She didn't earn that money. She's willing to give it away. Well, now that you, now that you said that, man, like this week, right? Elon like went ahead of Jeff Bezos on uh, as far as like the being yeah, like the richest, richest guy, the and then he lost it. He was that right? for like four days, and then he loses it. <laughs> he's still number ba- two based on like what well, I guess based on stock stock price, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's worth that on paper. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah, of course. But they said that so since the pandemic, so like in twenty twenty. He seven x his worth, Jeez. his value. Because yeah, that stock is split, uh, it's grown immensely. Yeah, that makes sense, man. That that stock has. <laughs> they were saying like, the money that he gained in twenty twenty was just under what the stimulus package was to give us the checks. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Elon, bro. You know what? That's. I don't even know. You know that expression that's fuck you money? I don't even know what that is. There's got to there's gotta be a different expression for that, dude. There's like... You know what? I, I, I would that's... imagine, and, and I think that, you know, from from reading about about Elon over the years, you know, obviously, for those of you who don't know, he's um, he was the one that created PayPal. Yeah. Um, it's not his anymore. He sold it. Um, but I think he's just one of those guys with, like, just ideas and then now he's at a point where money is just not a factor. He doesn't care. Well, he never it's has. He just, took all of the PayPal right. money and started like he there like their stories notorious that he took all of the PayPal money, yep. invested it in Tesla and SpaceX, and was literally borrowing money from friends to like pay his rent. Like after he had sold PayPal. Oh wow. Like he was and and I don't know if this is still true, because obviously he's rich on paper. He doesn't have this in cash, obviously. Um, but how he lives is he lives off of like loans. Like he doesn't take a salary. 
So he lives off of like credit lines and loans from banks based on his shares in Tesla. So he'll put up his shares as collateral wow. for the loans and they give him the loans. And, and that's how he basically survives. And I know he's in this mode now where he's dumping like everything that he owns. So he's selling all his cars, yeah, all, yeah, his houses, all his houses, all yep. because he's like, and I mean, I wish people pe- didn't pe- let people, people get are, under their people skin. Are climbing in the walls in his house. That, but he said that he's sick of people. Anytime he does something, people rub his stuff in his face. Like really? if he's trying to help humanity, you know, like the Mars thing and all that stuff, he goes like, yo, people just kept throwing, oh, you have X amount of houses, you have X amount of cars, you have, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he goes like, I'm going to take uh, that away from you. So I'm getting rid of everything and I'm renting and I'm, you know, like, and I wish we didn't let that happen because he should enjoy the fruits of his labor. You should have 17 Ferraris if you want them, right? You should have 15 houses if you want them. Like, why not? Um, but, you know, uh, people are people, man. And, and Yeah, that's. That sucks. That sucks for him. Like I feel like what he's doing um, has always been for like the betterment of humanity. Yeah, right? for sure. Whether, whether you even go back to the PayPal stuff, um, to going to, to Tesla and and basically fighting the big three, right? Like it's like you're gonna go and produce a, a, a mass produce a car that doesn't use a combustion engine. You know, like the big three will try to put you down re- really quick. Oh, for sure. Right. I'm sure you know he's he's. He's fought that. Now he's, you know, put us back into space. Um, he's got the thing going. He's got the, um, he's going, you know, going to Mars in the next, you know, less than 10 years, right? So I think that's the plan, right? We'll be on the moon in three or four and then Mars. And then and Mars listen, by I got to look into this, folks, but supposedly there's all these documents. There's a CIA release today about everything we know about UFOs. Uh, so I'm going to dive into that tomorrow because uh, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> well, shit, after the. After the the Capitol breach, that's when they put all that shit out. Yep, they like, sure do, do it now. Do it now. Dude, this year was wild. A few times they've put out things going like, yeah, we've been visited by shit that we don't know what it is or like we've had spacecraft. And we're just like, yeah, yeah, cool. And moved on because it's just been so chaotic. Right. That we're like, what? Like, here we go. 2021 started with like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> so, they, so, so, so they dumped out everything? Dude, the CIA supposedly released everything that they have about UFOs. Everything. When? I, I'm really curious on what oh, day man. did they do that? That shit was like yes, probably, today. Yes, today or yesterday? They would have been smart to it do it today, like last too. Wednesday. No, so last Wednesday, somebody made an announcement. Was it last Wednesday, week before the Pentagon that in 28 days they were going to release everything they had or up to a certain point of amount of stuff that they have on aliens okay. and UFOs. And where is this released? online i guess because you know all this stuff is public information so they i guess in the government websites or what i gotta look i honestly don't know where they put this but i'm gonna look for it because i want to see what they know that's listen nice. you imagine if that's they're like nice. next week bro they come out here like yo elon's an alien <laughs> <laughs> i knew it i knew it I'm I like, knew that, it. Dude, that dude knew too much shit he, he do elon i think elon was like uh like these guys crashed here and he was part of like a hostage negotiation where we said we keep one of you guys. We'll let the rest of you go. But whatever makes that shit go, we want it. <laughs> and that's why Elon. Well, he's a baby. Yeah. So you can go ahead and take him. It'll take a while for yeah. him to get to find us. So, yeah. Yeah. So you could take him. He can't go and figure this out. And then they probably listen, man. I'm telling you, they they I think he was a trade off. Listen, we're going to find out. Elon was <laughs> lots of things. Dude, did you see the guy with the uh, the Bitcoin? My uh, oh, my brother sent me this story right before we started recording, man. It, it, it's too good not to bring up. So there's a guy named um, 
Stephen Thomas. He's a programmer. And uh, like a decade ago, he was given 7,002 Bitcoin as a reward for making a video explaining how the cryptocurrency works. This is 10 years ago? Yes. So at okay. the time, the Bitcoin was worth two to six bucks a piece. I was going to say it wasn't worth much 10 no. years ago. So he stashes it away in a digital wallet and he kind of forgot about it. Yeah. So was it at now like 30 G's? It's $34,000. So his stake in Bitcoin right now is worth $240 million, right? It's life changing, generational money. Your kids, kids, kids are set yeah, up forever. Right. Um, but the problem is the guy can't remember the password. <laughs> to the digital wallet. And evidently there's no forgot my password link to this. <laughs> Bro. And he gets 10 attempts to guess the password. Oh, no. And he's on number eight. <laughs> if he gets to 10, he loses access to the digital wallet forever. forever. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Though. I don't but, know what kind of scamming ass digital so, wallet you signed up for, bro. <laughs> you so, wanna... <laughs> so somebody owns that. Yeah. Why are you not reaching out to them over the phone? I would absolutely. because Listen, you want to talk about storming like... a building? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that shit, bro. I'll do five to ten for that. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like, I'll answer anything. What's your, what's your uh, security question? Who's your cousin? My cousin is Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it's a capital F. <laughs> bro, can you imagine? Having oh dude, I just the thought of it is giving me anxiety. Two hundred and forty million dollars, dude. That's that, crazy. That's so crazy, man. And you know what? A, like, what a, what a great it. story, right? Of somebody who just goes, "Hey, man, I did this thing. You know, like I understood this, I understood this currency, and I you know made a video about it, and I got rewarded for it. Not really much back then, but dude, that's still like of, forty grand back then that they gave him. Oh, really? It's six, seven, two to six dollars, and they gave him seven thousand of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's at six dollars, it's forty some thousand. Yeah. It's to two bucks, right? I'm surprised even when it was worth like ten thousand, they didn't give him. Or, or back then, then he would have still had. A I shit was gonna to say, them, why, why is this guy not finding out? Like once Bitcoin starts to go up, remember what, what was it? A few years ago, it was like a, the craze. It went up to like eighteen thousand for yeah. like a little while, then it, then it backed it down to like back, six, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, an idiot. At that point, why are you not? You know, going after whoever this, whatever website you use to, to, to buy it. Yeah, dude, I can't. I listen, I have uh, 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 some some hefty investments in crypto right now and like a bunch of different kind that haven't blown up. Yeah. If any of those blow up, you'll know because you'll show up here and shit will just be empty. And be gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is, I thought we was doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be like, we could do it from the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing a podcast by myself going <laughs> wherever you are if you're listening yeah. I want my cut yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like insert F word here where Juan would add something to say. <laughs> oh man I could oh man yeah, I, do, I cannot believe that dude I'd throw up in my mouth man I don't know <laughs> oh dude did you see the guy that um so there was a guy that did, uh, this guy got a new face, you know, like face off. So was it John Travolta? I was going to say, was it John Travolta <laughs> and Nicholas Cage? <laughs> did it happen? <laughs> did he look like the guy from Greece? <laughs> but that's a movie, Sean. <laughs> no, this dude, man, um, the guy's name is Robert Chelsea. 
and the guy got into an accident at one point and um it was like i think that he if, if i get the story right it was like his car broke down and he got out of the or he was pulled over to the side of the road and, and another car with the drunk drivers like smashed into him and his car blew up and so the guy has was burned like 75 percent of his body was burned his lips were burned off you know um the part of his ear the nose right so it was he was really sort of unrecognizable he he survived and the deal was well, you go like okay well i've seen people with burnt faces but he decided to go on with this like sort of experimental thing of where they would um somebody would donate like somebody who was dead right if you, if you donate your organs you could also donate your face and you so donate your face yeah so this, they would just make it like out of just fake skin they would graft you a face so they literally I, like sliced someone's face off yep and put it on this guy and just how you drew it so so those of you who are not watching the video Juan just kind of drew like you know a line around his face maybe like halfway back through his skull and it's exactly what it is it's sort of like if you can picture taking your face off but from sort of like halfway back from your skull and down just peeling it and off. then yeah like peeling it off like a mask and then, yeah like a mask and then putting it on to somebody else what's what was really strange man and it was like the the, the guy i don't blame him man because it, like in his in in his in the state that he was it looked like a like a zombie you know what i mean like uh, that like that kind so of so you look. had to have a yeah Where he would describe bro so since he didn't have lips he goes shit like bugs and like exhaust and fumes and shit in the air that you can choose like not to breathe in. He goes, everything just goes into your mouth. Like you have, you have no lips. You have no way to close your mouth. Oh my god, man! And so do, do do they like is all the muscle and the nerves attached? Like can he move it? Does it look like he's or does it look like people with Botox? You know what I'm saying? Like they can't even move their face. Like their eyes just look like they're behind a mask. It actually looks really weird, man, because it looks look it looks kind of like a mask. Um, a couple of things that I found interesting about it was so it it's it's kind of droopy. So so gravity does take toll and does kind of sag. It's kind of sag his eye sockets and his and his and his mouth and it is, his mouth doesn't move like a regular mouth. Um, and but you can see it's literally like like how you drew that out and and like pasted on his head. It's it's, it's really like that, bro. Now the funny part about not not funny, but um, the hair that grows out of it is not his. The beard, the mustache that grows out of it. Oh, so it's you not get his. you get the same it's color the, hair or whatever. From the per- oh. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I didn't even thought of that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that's trippy bro that's awesome <laughs> like holy shit man i'm just trying to think of like yeah would, would you rather have that or would you rather have the zombie face i don't know man i mean i guess the question is like are you married because then she's stuck with you right <laughs> like hey man for better or worse <laughs> this is worse <laughs> we here <laughs> In this in this scenario, he wasn't uh, married, man. But his daughter was like taking care of him, and they when they interviewed her, she was like, eh, "It took me a while, like, because when every time I would look at look at my dad, like, it's not him." And if you're the person, bro, whose whose family's with the guy who gave up his face, imagine you run into this guy. Yeah, is that weird? That has to be right. Yeah, are you grateful for that, or are you like? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's so strange. Yeah, that would be really. I, I guess weird. better for him to like not. Yeah, man, I don't know. Like, you know what's funny is that they the guy even said that he's 
um, that it was really hard for him. So he's black. And he said it was really hard to find a black donor. I said that they'd get a white face out of it. Dude, they should have did that shit. <laughs> he should have put the white face on. <laughs> it's like, Bro. I don't give a fuck. Just get me a face. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> I used to look like Wesley Snipes, but now I look like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> but Wesley from the neck down. <laughs> Right, because you figure, oh man, if you got God. flies and bugs flying into your mouth, you oh. go, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, like, give me something. And I guess there's a self-consciousness there. That, But now I feel like I'd still be self-conscious because I'd be like, well, I got a droopy face. What he was saying, that he he goes that, like, prior to that, um, the looks that he would get, like, he could tell that, you know, it was it was almost creepy. It was scary to people that he'd walk up to. And I'd be like, well, yeah, bro, you don't have the, a face. Yeah, yeah, reaction. <laughs> well, it's, almost scary, like, yeah. it's almost like... Uh, if I can describe it, man, like I said, I sort of describe it as as, as a zombie, but like almost like like skeleton, like right where a lot of his face is kind of it's kind of missing, lips are gone, so all you see is like like teeth. Um, I, I don't know if his eyelids were, were burned as well, man. So it was he had all kind of complications. And the other piece I would find interesting, man, was that his body. So he has complications with it due to his body rejecting the foreign cells. Yeah, because that's a shit ton because you have a lot of skin cells, right. of the hair cells. Yeah, wow, man. Yeah, so the guys the guys definitely got some bro, some stuff to go through, man. Science but. is wild, bro. <laughs> science is so wild. I th- you, you said that. I immediately thought of Face Off. Yeah. That, that, one of my fa- I watch that shit every time it's on. I love that movie, man. And I love anything Nicolas Cage, as crazy as that bastard gets now, man. I love Nicolas it. Cage, like, like the same guy in every movie. Yeah, he is. It makes it fantastic, bro. Nicolas Cage is the same guy in Gone in 60 Seconds as he is when he's trying to steal the Declaration of Independence as he is in The Croods. Like, he's the same dude. It could be a kid's movie, a high movie. Croods? Yeah, bro. He plays like the dad, I think, in that. He's oh, like the shit. main. Yeah, he's like the. He's the same guy. Now, now watch. I got to go back and watch it. Yeah. Say, like, come on, man. We're going to get out here. Like, he has the same, <laughs> same like cadence in his speech and everything. He doesn't change. I love Nicolas Cage, man. And that guy did shit that I would do if I ever got that rich that young. Like, you ever seen the shit? Nicolas Cage has owned like dinosaur bones that he had in his house. He had like, he was buying castles and shit in Europe oh, no. that he didn't even live in. He would just like, he had so much money. He was buying, bro, he owned like a bunch of Elvis's shit. Like, he just bought it. I think including his daughter. Like, he married Elvis' daughter because he was like obsessed with Elvis. <laughs> he, he bought like a shit ton of comic books, like first edition stuff that he was like, bro, he's, he had like a, I want to say a Triceratops skull or a T Rex skull or something like in his house. Like a real one. Bro, Nicholas really? Cage is on another level. And he bought like some crazy relic from some like Asian country somewhere, I think, and had that shit for a long time. And then eventually had to forfeit it to like the government there because they were basically like, yo, that shit was stolen. And then somebody sold it like through whatever. But dude, he was a wild boy. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Wow. That's the kind of shit I would do if I ever got that rich, bro. You're going to walk in here, bro. You're just going to be like, yo, what's with the T Rex fingers just hanging on the bottom? Like, because I could. <laughs> It was at the auction. Yeah, <laughs> be like uh, with the Sotheby's earlier. They're, they just happen to have T Rex fingers. Somebody dared me to buy it. Your boy made a move. <laughs> Somebody dared me to buy it. But I bet you won't buy those T Rex and fuck, I won't. And lift up your. Head. <laughs> oh man, yo man, you watch sports this weekend? Uh, I did, man. Uh, it was heartbreaking. Uh, NFL playoffs. So, uh, listen, Ciara's husband is who we thought he was. <laughs> you know what? 
when when Seattle lost, I go like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta, I'm going to have to hear. <laughs> I got to hear this shit on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I almost thought about texting you that day. Like, what's up with this MVP candidate? Can't even beat the Rams. The Rams don't look scary. That defense, defense looks, looks retarded. Bro. Yeah, man. I, that, that defense looks. Uh, Aaron yeah. Donald is like my height. Yeah. <laughs> He's like under six foot. And just, he's like retard strength. He's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> he might be missing the chromosome, bro. We don't know. We got, has anybody validated that he's not? Yo, he's so damn strong. Dude, He he's like throwing people around. Like, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's really like, and it, it's it's a position that you never watch. Oh, I don't. No, no, no. Yeah, like. You don't typically watch the guys on the line, like, do their thing, right? Like, you see, when you hear about, like, great offensive linemen or, or great defensive linemen like i'm not watching those guys in the game watching the skill positions right watching the quarterbacks running backs receivers what have you this guy like if you haven't watched him you have to watch him you have to dude it's, it's stupid bro like the how he gets like how he tosses guys to the side like ragdolls yeah like guys who are six 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 seven <laughs> three hundred something 300 pounds, pounds. Yeah. yeah he's just like eh, move out my way move out my way move out it's it's you know man the, I I was trying to think of what was the last like dominant player like that that we saw on the defensive side, Sean Taylor came to mind I think but man uh, Khalil Mack had a year like last a year, year like you, maybe that. two years ago where you went wow he's unstoppable Aaron Donald's been doing this for a couple of years now and you're just like how is this guy if you go back Riley used to say like in in, in in when I was a kid right like Lawrence Taylor yeah oh, yeah yeah you know Richard Dent on on the Bears like I remember you know like those guys but still like i don't i haven't seen a dude like this like this dude at that size with that kind of strength he's insane so they have they have green bay next week yeah right? that's gonna be fun and so that should be fun man I, I don't think that the rams offense is that great um but man if if they can keep just make it ugly. aaron Rodgers off just keep it close you know on his heels yeah, I say you just make it ugly, keep because I don't think Green, it, dude. If there's a blizzard in Green Bay, nobody's beating that team. <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers plays in blizzards, like he's in, like like it's seventy degrees outside and it's sunny. It's like it's not even fair. I think that's that has to be the best home field advantage in all of sports right now. I, I it has to be man. But if if there's a blizzard or if it's super freezing in Green Bay, I I also just don't see them losing to anyone in the NFC. I just don't I don't see who scores enough. And he said the Rams could make it ugly. I just don't know, man, that they have enough to score. Like, because if you're Green Bay, you're like, ah, if we get 13, we can beat the Rams, right? Like, the Rams don't, their offense doesn't really scare you a whole lot, especially in Green Bay. Like, uh, yeah. I did, and we didn't have any surprises last week other than, um, ah, I'm trying to maybe, think. No, of, maybe like, yours. What, what was the upset? No, nah, but they weren't the favorites, dude. The Baltimore was the favorites. Oh, they were. Yeah, and everyone picked Baltimore, which I was a little, like, thrown off by because I'm like, you're a little biased. They, well, I am, but also they beat them in the playoffs last year. They beat them this year. They what what the Titans are really terrible at. The Baltimore doesn't do well, and so I thought this is not as like a like a I don't know, man. Like a, I didn't think it was going to be. And granted, Baltimore covered the spread. You know, I think the spread was like four. They they won by seven, and that's, oh. that's how you know I'm a degenerate because I talk about spreads. Um, Dude, so the up, the upset was uh, had to be Cleveland. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that ass whooping coming. I thought they would make it a good game. I didn't see that dominance. Yeah, they no, I thought Pittsburgh would 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 pull that out. Yeah, I did. I, I guess if, if if gun to my head and I had to pick someone that was going to win that game, I probably would have said. You know what it was, man? Is I I 
I think if the game would have been uh, in Cleveland and stuff, I would have had uh, uh, more faith in the Browns. But the fact that, that it was in Pittsburgh, they didn't have their coaches, didn't have a lot of players. Dude, there was an old lineman that Baker said he met in the locker room before they took the field. The guy literally goes, hi, my name is so-and-so. He's like, I'm your whatever interior thing today, your interior lineman or whatever, yeah. left tackle. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I think it was his left tackle, actually. He's like, all right, cool. Literally met him before the game. Well, I know that they had, um, they only had like a couple of days of practice. Yeah. Right? A couple of days of practice. Um, and like you said, did, did the coach have COVID? Is that why he didn't show He, up? I think, was on the COVID protocol. So I don't think he okay. tested positive, but. I, I don't contact think, but I think contact tracing. So he was out, which I really wish. And he's not allowed to virtually coach either. So calling plays and stuff like there's rules against like the communication from outside the stadium into the stadium. Too. Okay. And I understand why they do it. There's like all these cheating things and all that. I do feel like the NFL should have stepped in and either postponed this game to Monday or Tuesday um, so that these guys could have their because it was like five, six coaches that were out. Like they had the special teams guy being active. Coach. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, there was uh, a lot. And. I think the coach to the Browns is a lot of their success is because of him, man. He's changed the culture there. He's changed. Um, there was a great story, man, that they were uh, that I heard that was like his first day of practice is like virtual. He has like virtual team meetings, right? And they're right. they're all, because obviously because of the COVID thing. And he says he included the owners in it. He he told the owners like I want you, the owner, like the owner's wife, like I want you to attend these virtual meetings. And just like, you know, you would do like on the first end of the job where it's like, oh, tell me your name, where you're from, what you're interested in, right. what like your goals are and stuff. He did something like that, but he, then he made the owner participate. Like, what's your goals? What do you what do you see? Like, you have these four like goals or whatever it was, like the question was. But basically, he, he humanized, I think, the owner and then the owner, you got to humanize the other players and stuff. I think Cleveland has been. That's a big deal, bro. Yeah, man. Their culture has been atrocious. And I think people just discount that so much of how important that is. And I think that was the first thing he did was, I'm going to address the culture here. I'm going to change the mindset. I'm going to change the mentality. And it's worked, man. That that team is good. And Baker looks like a different guy. Yeah. Uh, like, he looks more mature. He looks up. Now, I do think if I'm them, I get rid of Odell because I don't want that back. Unless, you don't need it. You don't need him. And I think, or if you're that coach, like every coach, are you arrogant enough to think I can change him? No. Nah. Maybe, but you're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, you're not going to. So... Yeah, man, uh, 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 you, you're right. That's probably is the biggest upset. I, I think because they were missing so much of that, I thought, yeah, it's easy for, for Pittsburgh for sure. Uh, but the, like the Seattle thing, I think was considered an upset. That didn't shock me. I don't. I just again, I have so little faith. And oddly enough, man, their defense played really, really played well. well. Their offense let them down. Yep. Uh, which I don't understand because he, there's some great receivers on that team. I don't. I don't get it. Great no, receiver. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No. So so the other one. Um, was the it wasn't the upset but the buffalo bills right between the buffalo bills and the cleveland browns it was like what just over or just right at 50 years of of no playoff wins yeah cleveland had a one playoff combined yeah it was crazy because buffalo had it in like 25 years and i think cleveland's probably about the same they're about the same so i think that same time frame so it was like cleveland was um 94 so yeah here's some here's some trivia for you right who was the head coach was it Belichick? It was. It was Belichick. It was. Who they beat? The Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, right? Ironically, I'm trying to think. I'm like, wait. Oh, it shit. was okay. Who's Saban was on that on that uh, staff. Oh, really? No, Nick I Saban, that. I think, was on that. Fuck, was he on that Cleveland staff? Nick Saban and Bill Belichick were in the NFL together at the same time, but it, they might have been assistants on a team together before that. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Saban was on the Oilers, I think, at one point in time, for okay. as well, like before they became the Titans. 
Ooh, maybe I can't remember if he was in Cleveland or not. All right, man. Last one. Who's the quarterback for Cleveland? Yep. Ooh, Cleveland, Cleveland. So this is 1994. 1994. Uh, how, old, how old were you? I was eight. Is it Gerbeck? Vinny Testaverde. Was Vinny on the <laughs> Cleveland Browns? <laughs> yeah, dude. After Dan, this, see, this, I remember this, this Jets. Is like after Tampa. Oh, uh, see, I remember Vinny in the Jets, man. That's I had a actually I had a Vinny Testaverde jersey, dude, on the Jets. For the, the Jets, Jets really? Yeah. I don't know why I had that jersey, but I had that jersey. I remember having it as a kid. All right. So switching gears to uh to the Buffalo Bills. So their last win was in ninety five. Um coach. I don't know who the coach was of that team. Was uh Marv Levy. No. It's the guy that was he was the coach throughout those Super Bowls losses. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know who the coach was. Um their quarterback was uh what's his name who who lost three Super Bowls in a row? Uh it's the same one. Yeah. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah, you go. And they beat Miami. They beat Miami, the Dan Marino Dolphins teams, right? Those years, so was Marino around ninety five? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah he yeah. still was around because he retired early two thousands. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, because Marino, Young, Aikman were all in the league at the same time. Yeah, so he had to be. Yeah, he had to be I think that, Montana yeah. was still around that one time, but was he a chief? Montana might have even still been in the or or did he retire like ninety one, ninety two? I don't remember when he when he did. I'm because sure. I remember he left San Fran. They 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 gave the job to Steve Young, and then yep. he went to to Kansas City to for KC. like a couple years, right? Yep. Wow, man. And he did well there, but they just yeah, they, they just, couldn't really make any noise. Like, see, he's at, at the end of his career. Wow, man, that's so funny, dude. That's dude, Buffalo. I think that's the team now that I'm like. They look really dangerous, look man. Really, but really I just dangerous. like, dude, I just can't. The Kansas City Chiefs, these guys just find a way to win, and they they. It's not even like they're like they're like they're destroying other teams. They just do enough. They just do enough. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they're like, uh, and then decide to get serious. They're like, all right, guys, we got to go get this, you know. Right. We need to run the ball. We got to go get this yeah. kick. We got to like, do Don't whatever. give Patrick Mahomes the ball at the end. No. Dude, that, yeah, that kid's so good, man. He's so, so good. I Yeah, I hope. I'm cheering for Kansas City hard this week because uh, there's very few teams in the NFL that I hate more than the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> especially this week especially well no but you know the thing if if like so if, you're not uh, like unless you're a Titans fan you don't get it but Baltimore is the team that Tennessee always seems to face in the playoffs like historically okay so I I'm I'm talking if you go back to the Steve McNair Eddie George years yeah. we were eliminated a few times by the the Ray Lewis Baltimore and those would be ugly contentious game like I remember there was talk that like Eddie George was scared of Baltimore's defense and because he would always just play like shit against them and oh, Ray Lewis is just really? like because he's scared of us. He's scared. I can see it in his eyes. And he, I mean, I mean, it would just get so contentious, oh, man. Wow. They hated each other. Um, and so, and it's and it's been a good series. They just go back and forth, back and forth. But I feel like that's kind of been renewed over the last like two seasons. Absolutely. Um, because you know, at the beginning of this year, they had the thing where the where the Titans were huddling in front of their or on their on their logo. On the logo. And then you know, uh, Harbaugh came out to say something to players. They got into a big scuffle about it or whatever. And then this year, this guy gets the pick. Uh, Marcus Peters catches that pick at the end of the game, which is pass interference, but whatever. Uh, he, he gets the he gets the the pick, and then they all start dancing on the Tennessee logo. Yeah, I that. dude, I just can't stand them. I hate them. I don't think they're that good. So like, I think what makes it hurt more, their defense is fantastic. I'll give them that. Like if you'd have told me the Titans were only going to score thirteen points, I'd have called you a liar because I went into that game going, ah, oh, they scored 24-27, game over. Like they they don't even have to score 30, 40. Like dude, but they're Lamar, not going to beat this. Lamar team. Jackson 
does that dude get fired out of a cannon? He's so damn fast. He's so damn fast. I like that fifty yard run. That, that run. Like, and the minute he took off up the middle, it's I went gone. touchdown. I went yep. touchdown. Yeah, there's no way you're catching him when he's at full speed. There's and you seen dudes taking like the wrong angles, and I went and I'm getting mad at it because I'm like, why are you diving at him? Try to like you know like cut the angle first, and I and then I'm like, it's he's too fast. It's they too fast. they know they can't, they can't catch him. They, they can't, can't cut that angle, so you have no choice but to dive half ass and try to trip yeah. him. Basically, it's one of those things that that, that you look at from a fan's perspective perspective and and you go why can't they catch him you know what i mean and it's like it's, it's kind of like watching you know we, we were both boxing fans it's like watching a really good boxer against someone who who you think is good as well and then you go why isn't that guy fighting his fight and you go because he can't floyd does that to everybody yeah Everybody who fights Floyd, everybody goes, yeah. how come? but that's not how they normally fight. It's like, yeah, because yeah, he doesn't normally fight Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> like, and Floyd Mayweather is not going to let you get get near him. You know, it's like, yeah, dude, he's so fast. And like dudes embarrassingly miss. Like he shakes dudes off and just goes and you're just like, and, and I wonder if that plays into it too. If you're a DB, if you're a safety, if you're running up on him and you're going, oh, I'd better just dive and try to strip his feet because I don't want to end up as a highlight trip like like this guy juking me and I like, trip and fall like or whatever. Like I wonder if that plays into the embarrassment. I would hope like, not. I would hope not either because the other part of me like wants to look at these defensive guys like take a lick at him like just hit him. Um, but I listen and and he finds a way to win ball games. It's not pretty, you know. So you know and and, and they, they they beat Tennessee. I just don't think that's sustainable. There's right. you can't throw outside the numbers. You can't think like like you're just you, that's not sustainable in the NFL. I think that's why you found their success wasn't as good this year. People have tape right, and they're starting to get better. I think that only gets worse next year. Um, you know, so like they go from like a 13, 14 win team to like you know ten or eleven it was this year. I think I think next year they might still win like the ten or eleven they teeter, but this is gonna be. I, I think this is a ceiling, man. I don't, I don't know that you can teach someone to throw outside the numbers like he makes he made a couple of good throws but he had to roll out to get there right and yeah. do that stuff and he's athletic man he's gonna so and i and i do think he belongs in the nfl so it's not to say he doesn't belong there i just don't think you can get away in the nfl when you go legs first arm later like yeah. the, the the quarterbacks that are successful it's arms for you know like uh, listen russell wilson for for all his flaws i think he is he run first but his legs arm, keep bro. him yeah he has a great arm and it's arm first deshaun watson arm first but if he has to take off he can and that's what makes him more dangerous but he's always has his eyes downfield lamar tucks like tennessee can't sack anyone don't, to don't save forget their about life. trubisky <laughs> <laughs> did he play this weekend <laughs> did he leave his shoes home i'm pretty sure he's out of the nfl <laughs> so what do you think they resign him no you don't think they resign him no franchise nothing nothing uh you think they go wentz or? I think they just get someone else. Dude, if Deshaun Watson, he's supposedly going to ask for a trade. Really? He has told his teammates that there's a very good chance that he's going to ask ownership for a trade. He's not happy there at all. Oh, right wow. Yeah, after getting beat to, beat to hell for the four year. And I guess they told him he could have a, a word in the GM hire. And then they hired a GM without consulting him at all. Oh, uh, wow. Which I don't know that you should. But I guess if that's your franchise no, quarterback. You but if you, you tell should. him. But if you tell him, right. then you have to stick with that. And I guess they, he wanted them to interview the guy from Kansas City. Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank. Starts with a beat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. He um and I guess he really wanted him to at least get an interview and they didn't um so he is supposedly obviously the 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 organization is known historically to waste a lot of good players prime years and not do anything with yeah. them and and so I think there's a I'll lot take, of chatter I'll there. take that contract yeah 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 if you, any team who who doesn't take him yeah who does hell do if you're Seattle do you take Deshaun Watson no over Russell Wilson no. you're crazy I take him over Russell Wilson dude you are crazy no man. 
I want a quarterback that can see over his offensive line. <laughs> Preferably no, taller than his wife. <laughs> you ain't right, man. Give Russell Wilson his props, goddamn. Russell, come on here, man, so we we can chat this out. <laughs> Yo, how about that uh Alabama did it again? What's Ooh. this like? Number, Number six? Six for Alabama. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right? Six for Alabama, seven for saving. Uh, and it's like six and what, 12 tries or something like something that? 13 like that. tries? Something it's like that. Yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, they're like every other every year. Every other basically year. They win, man. It, it's, it's just, and it's so dominant. They were almost as dominant as, uh, or, or I would say equally or more dominant than LSU was last year. LSU smoked everyone last year, too, yeah. including national title game. Yep. And uh, yeah, man, I and I figured this was going to happen. I actually expected Clemson to do this to Ohio State. I never really had a whole lot of faith in Ohio State. But it's funny. You were talking about the O-linemen earlier about how you don't watch them. The only time I watch them is college because I think that dictates a lot. And to me, the team in college, that matters more than anything, because if you control the line of scrimmage on either side of the ball, you're going to win that game. So like that's one thing that I did not expect Ohio State's O-line and D-line just bullied. Clemson and I wonder if that was Clemson looking ahead to Alabama already I don't know, I don't know man. man like I said I mean, you figure I, I could see that for maybe maybe half the game but not the whole game yeah, like if and, you get to halftime and you're like yeah, we're down three touchdowns we're getting right. smoked right now like yeah, yeah and and one of the things I kept seeing was the offensive line was winning at the point of contact like you know obviously they ran the ball down their throats like against Clemson and they and you were seeing the offensive line is like two three yards down the field the minute the ball snapped like they're just bullying these guys and then on the flip side you saw they couldn't protect Trevor Lawrence to save their life like it was just so dominant um and and in college football that mattered that's why I always you know like you know the years where UCF is good and they're like they should get a chance to go play you know whoever and I go the minute UCF's offensive line has to protect against Alabama's offensive line it's game over like you can't hold those guys like there's a reason Alabama gets every single, you know, like the top 10 offensive linemen in the country, yeah. you know, five of them go to Alabama. It's like, it's, it's not. It's I mean, not they had, I mean, they, they got there, was it not Najee Harris is there, is yeah. their running back, but then they brought in another guy that I've never seen before. And I'm going, here's the heir apparent. Like yep. a guy who would start at every other school. Yeah. Basically in the country. And they get him as their backup. It it's was crazy. And then crazy, who's man. the guy that won the, that won the Heisman? Devontae Adams, man, right? Smith, yeah. Devontae Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep saying that. The guy is like not. Devontae Adams is the is the guy from Green, Green Bay. Bay yeah, guy. Yeah, I yeah, confuse yeah. him. Yeah. So Devontae Smith and they, I think Devontae's actually spelled a little bit differently. Yes. As well. Yes. 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 Because he kept telling people to spell it right on Twitter. Oh, okay. Okay. Funny. So this guy is like, I mean, listen, I, I was last week we talked about him yeah. winning the Heisman, and I go like, wrong guy, right? Yeah, I was wrong. This dude was <laughs> yeah, we had over, over two hundred yards in the first half. Yeah, three touchdowns and over and like two fifteen in the first half. I just kept looking at the game, going, "Is anybody going to cover this guy?" Yeah, like, double, he was always open. Double him. Always open, and and I, and I was saying the same thing. I'm like, uh, "This is the one guy you have to defend. Why is he always open?" And you went, "Oh, they can't cover they him. Can't. Like they literally can't." Like you were, I, I was liking when they were isolating his routes, and he was just smoking like two guys. Even the safety help, he was like getting away from the safety help. And dude, this guy weighs 160 pounds, soaking wet. Like Bro, he's a small. And I looked kid, at him, man. and I, him. I thought about it. Is is he so? What year in college is he's he? coming out now? I he think he's year out. number three, maybe four. See, so he's coming out though. So does so does that is that guy successful? Like is he like a who's the guy from from Philly? Super fast, short. Oh, uh, Darren Sproles? No, um, a receiver from Philly this year. Or Philly, Washington. What the hell? Is oh, his Deshaun name? Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Oh, where he gets hurt. Right. Is he like that? Where where he's kind of like you know great speed, great hands. 
but too small too when he gets small. blasted. Because yeah. he actually went out of this game, right? And yeah, he some, did. His hand point, yeah, he got hurt. hurt his hand. Uh, yeah, it's a good point, man. I wonder if you draft him, and obviously these guys have world-class trainers, and you immediately go to, we have to bulk you up. And we're not saying you have to be DK Metcalf, but you got to put some 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 muscle on, on there. Yeah, man. Like you said, he he's a thin guy, man. Because uh, what's his name did it from? Um, I can't remember if it was Claypool or Juju, but I, this was so fascinating, man. One of those guys during the offseason, uh, it had to be Juju because Claypool was already it was a rookie, I think, this year. But um, basically, he wanted to put on weight so that he could absorb the hits more and all that and he wouldn't get hurt and all that and they gave him a gps tracker that he kept on him the team did and as he was bulking up and he was doing his drills it was tracking whether or not he was losing speed because at the point he was losing speed he would stop and drop down to the like this is how how much into the science they get where he goes i i want to bulk up but i don't want to lose my advantage which is the speed and the quickness and so they would use the gps to track his quickness and his speed up until the point where he started getting kind of diminishing returns from the weight and then he would just drop to the point where he goes okay this is the heaviest i could be and keep the speed on me oh wow and that's what he did and I, i thought that was such a cool story it just goes to show like this is a business, and the analytics that go into this man, it, it's it's world class, world class. Dude, analytics. the analytics, the science, like, and then you look at guys, you know, why guys are playing longer. You know, like you got the the you know LeBron's been in the league for what fifteen years, if still not more, playing. and he's still at the, playing at the highest level. You got Drew Brees, you got um, the goat. Tom Brady. Tom man. Brady. Why am I thinking? Why am I forgetting Did you see the picture they kept showing of him and some guy from the 80s who, who was 43? And I can't remember if the guy was a kicker or not. No. Bro, the guy they kept putting up next to him, he was 43 years old, right? He looked like he was about 63, he right? Did. He looked like he was 63, <laughs> bro. He looked bro, he looked like you ever watch those old movies and somebody's dad shows up drunk like, <laughs> like an old mobile. Like he looked like that guy. He was like overweight. A, bu- a Buick? Yeah. He, you know, Buick. It, he looked like shit. And I'm yeah. like, wow, man. The, like you said, the the science and uh, uh what these guys do to their bodies now. Yeah. But I also think, man, it's the money. The money wasn't that big back then, so I think there was no incentive to make it last longer. Like, like, hey, I need more years getting paid this. Like, so I don't know that these guys were incentivized. Like, if you went, hey, I got to pay to thirty-two and make two hundred grand a year. Like, cool. But now these guys are like, shit. If I can play to 45, 43, still making twenty-five million dollars a year, I'm gonna stretch that out as long as I can. Yeah, but I mean, these guys are just like I said. They think with the, with the science, with the technology, they're able to to take care of their bodies better mm-hmm. right like what is it lebron spending like a million dollars yeah just and, and russell on wilson his, just right? on his body just yeah, on his yeah. body and yeah. and kudos to those guys man i remember dude when i first moved to florida i was probably like you know i don't know 13 14 and um my mother and i went like bike riding one day and she thought that oh yeah we'll just go we literally went and she was probably i was probably at 13 14 she was early 40s okay and um I remember going, literally, like, leaving our little neighborhood, going across the street and down, like, one block. And she was like, nah, can't <laughs> do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah. Let, like, let's turn around and go back. And so I, I think about, like, they said, like, now me at 46 when I'm out with my with my son and chasing him down on a, on a bike and stuff like that, man. And I think that we're we're definitely with technology and 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 knowledge right we're taking care of ourselves better well yeah you said the knowledge we know now what all these things do to you or the lack of 
keeping yourself in shape, what that leads to. And I think we I think it's also too the the trendiness of the being fit now and right, it's trendy to eat clean and be fit and work out and, and be active and all that stuff. So yeah, it's a combination of I think of all of that. Um but yeah, the science now, man, like you said, the the food, the the trainers, the everything about it. Like I that's why it's so funny to me, man, when anyone ever argues about um like the old time players and they'll be like, you put up like the eighties bears yes, against like, stop it. and I go, you're out of your mind. Like these kids in high school now are bigger than the guys who were playing pro in the seventies. Like, they're like yeah, I'm stop, like, you're out it. of your, yeah, stop. Like, like you look at players from the seventies and sixties and eighties and you're like, they look malnourished compared to the guys now. <laughs> It's like it's not even close. It's like I, I've I, I've told you this before. Where I'll talk shit all the time about like Babe Ruth. Like even as a Yankee fan, obviously I respect the history of the Babe Ruth. But I go, Babe Ruth was my size. He's like six one, but he's fat. Like he's overweight. He's right. like, and if you ever look at those Yankee team photos, he towers over everyone. Yeah, towers, and he's like six one. I would be the smallest guy on the Yankees today, probably after Glabar. Like, and this guy towers over everyone, and you go. He's six. He's six foot six one. He's fat. I was like, he's playing against a bunch of five seven, five eight white guys, right? He doesn't. He doesn't have to face a Korean. He doesn't have to face a Dominican throwing, you know, one hundred and two. He doesn't. Have, and I'm yeah, just like, no, it's true. Babe Ruth wouldn't make it today. Like I'm like, I'm sorry. Like he wouldn't yeah. even crack. He was like, great for his time. Correct. He was great for his era. But I'm like, you. It wouldn't translate to today. Like the minute you have, you know, uh, Jose Fernandez, El Duque, whoever throwing a, a hell, Pedro Martinez, dude, throwing that ridiculous curveball down. I'm like, you're not. You're not. Yeah, hey, good luck. Dude. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and point to the fence now. Good luck, babe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Point to the fence now, babe. <laughs> All right. Yo, with that, man, Ooh, tell them where they can find us. Woo. Listen, uh, we're at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on uh, IG, on Facebook, on YouTube, on TikTok. Go ahead and follow us everywhere. We think we finally got the camera situation sorted. So we're going to see a lot yeah, more right. video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knocking on wood i'm knocking on wood y'all hear that but uh yeah shout out to you guys man uh, uh for listening and, and sending us messages and all that man keep that up uh yeah man this has been fun man yeah absolutely um and and then you know we got a, we got a, quite a following over in over in india man. yeah so shout out um, india shout out to india and and if you guys you know if you guys find us on ig uh feel free to hit us up leave us a message uh, for those of you who are doing that now, really appreciate you. If you're on Apple, please leave us a a, a comment and a, and a review that helps us out. Um, just want to tell you guys, as as always, appreciate you. And I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, and it, IG, IG, IG. We need to get to a thousand so that we can use the whole little swipe up thing in the story. So follow us. <laughs> so, so follow us on IG. They don't let you turn that on to a thousand. <laughs> see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.